Yeah, we're live. What's up, Caleb? Hey, what's up? Let me you for a second. Ah, yeah, you got a you got a nice hiss. Yeah, we got to figure out. We got to get. We got. We got. We sponsors. Sponsor. Sponsor. Sponsors. We need a new computer for our Air Force compatriot. Compatriot. I don't know what that word means. Caleb Beaver. I guess first we better maintain the ones we have. Barbelljobs.com. You need a job? Do I need a job? You need a job. Barbell jobs. You hear it, Caleb? That shh. Listen, watch. Silence. Ah. Can you tell the difference, Caleb? Can you tell the difference, Caleb, between this and that? Yeah, a little bit. Ah, a little bit. I'm going to try to play with the settings on my desktop real quick. Okay. I'm just going to mute you. If you want to talk, just say something. I mean, unmute yourself. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I am a little bit slow today. Not in a bad way. You know, just sometimes you slow down. You just slow down. I think Susan is going to be joining us today. What do you... What do you say about Joe Rogan? You know, when when the event first went down, I I had an immediate reaction, and I told Sousa about it. And then, and and the irony was, I don't know the irony, but the the, the timing was so perfect because I had just explained, I think, the day before, um, how the mechanism of racism uh, works in the human brain and how it stays alive using the example of the, ang- the angry white man thing from the memes guy. You guys remember that? And I've done that many, many times. Hopefully, hoping, hoping to take it to a deeper level so people can see what keeps this thing alive. And I want to show you some other examples today of ways that things are kept alive. So I'll, I'll, start, with, I'll start with just a super duper easy one. So you're in the eighth grade and uh, you're a really cute kid and tons of people dig you and like you. And then uh, one day you wake up and your nose is huge and kids start making fun of you and telling you your nose is big and it hurts. And it hurts because they say something and it goes inside of me and it's, it's, it's causing friction with something inside of me. There's something inside of me that already I have a predisposition already to not want to be called with someone who has a big nose. Who knows why? It's unattractive. My goal is to be attractive. Um, I'm an eighth grader and I don't want attention and it's giving me attention. Who, who, wh- whatever the reason, someone says something to you, it goes inside of you. It, it causes friction with something. I think today the, the word they, says, they use is uh, your identity. Causes friction with your identity, which is your imagination, by the way, 100% your imagination, complete fiction, and it hits it and it causes discomfort. Now, there's two ways to address that when someone says something to upset you. You could kill everyone on the planet that says those things. Just start the mission, right? Anyone who thinks that this nose is big must be eliminated and i and i start down the process of reducing the planet down to just people who who either lie to me and tell me that this nose isn't big or people who are blind or or only surround myself with people bitten with noses bigger than this one because you know, we all know it's relativity 
bigs just based on small. Or I could go inside of myself and whatever they are saying that goes inside of me, whatever that what's rubbing inside of me, that friction, that piece of identity of me, I can let it go. I can let it go. So there's two responses we're seeing to what Joe Rogan said. The vast, vast majority of them are responding to him that keeps whatever he did that bothered you alive forever. You have an opportunity if whatever he said that bothered you to go inside of yourself and let it go now, or you can lash out and I guarantee you it will happen again. No one ever stopped. No one ever, the the nose jokes never stop. The hairy Armenian jokes never stop. The beaver jokes never stop. The sea beaver jokes never stop. Eventually, something happened to me with a lot of work that when people say those things to me, they just go in now. And they kind of – there's this like – there's almost like this thing. It, it's it's reminiscent of the sun. And when people say things, it just goes in there and burn. it just gets burned. I, it's, it's almost like fuel for me. Anything anyone says is like fuel for me. I'm like a fucking alchemist in there. I'm enlightened. You cannot defend me. And then someone says all Armenian girls are ugly and the whole fucking thing starts over again. I hate you and I'm not enlightened anymore and I have to deal with that. <laughs> and it's a mean, wicked circle. And that's what it means to be a human being. There is no fixing. You must do equal work on the inside as on the outside. You must do more work on the inside. We live in a world where most people want to do the work on the outside. And that's why you're not happy. And that's why you're not having fun. It's a vicious circle, guys. There's no end to it. Now, here's the here's the, uh, the next level. And, and most people do not want to think this deeply. It's just knee-jerk reaction. That offended me. How dare they get them the fuck out of here? Blah, 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 blah. It's a never-ending cycle. You'll, you'll, never not, you'll never not be offended. And so you must always continue to work on yourself. Now, here's the thing. When you get offended, you have an opportunity. When you fall down, you have an opportunity to stand back up. If you don't take that opportunity, let's say someone says to me, hey, Sevon, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry that I, I hurt your feelings when I said that. And then I accept that apology, right? But I accept it not to accept them, but to heal my wound. All I've done is set myself up again to be hurt again. Do you get that? It's like a mousetrap. You put your finger in it and it cracks. And instead of like, instead of like just pulling your finger out and throwing it away, you reset it. Like stop resetting the trap for yourself. Especially if you're an adult. Especially if you're an adult. I mean, it's, 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 it's a tough ride on the way up. It's a tough ride on the way up. Right, Sea Beaver? It's a tough ride on the way up. Sure is. Can you hear that? Is that better? Worse? It is better. Cool. And you got a little bit of that like hollowy janky sound that Sousa has to his mic. I like that. It makes me feel like he's here. <laughs> In spirit. Uh, 
I had, uh, there was somebody today, uh, just like scrolling through one of my social media feeds and, um, somebody shared, uh, something, their thoughts about the Joe Rogan thing. And they just said, Hey, I've been following Joe Rogan for a really long time. And like, he says a lot of good stuff. He's very educational, if you will, I guess if you want to call it. Of that. course, of course, of course. He, has, yes. he just has like a broad idea, like knowledge set essentially. Um, yes. And so he was like, I understand like it, it sucks that he said those things kind of thing. And, um, but you can't like throw away the baby with the bathwater kind of thing. Of course. No. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And, uh, so this lady, this other person commented and they said uh, that uh, it's, it's a non-negotiable. They said it's all or none. They said just because this person, like as soon as I found out that this person, that Joe Rogan said this, I, it, everything's out. I don't care what he says now. Like it's, it's crazy. Like you're, you're, you're negating every good conversation that was ever had. When you do that, standby caller, standby. When you do that too, like that's the option. That's the option to kill. So now you want to kill everyone on the planet who says, thinks I have a big nose. Right. And understand like, Like, because Joe Rogan's just like, first of all, if you haven't heard the Joe Rogan, when I first heard what Joe Rogan was in trouble for, I thought it was a fucking joke. Say whatever word you want. Fuck off. But then I went and listened to it. And that's not the bad part. That's not the bad part. That's nothing. If you're hung up on that, that's nothing. You got to go listen to it. He said something that that he ma- he makes a joke and it's not funny, but 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 it's an attempt to be funny. And I mean, he's um, a comedian. He's got to practice yeah. his bits, basically. And and it, and it and it's um it's not cool. I don't think it's cool. And if I told that joke and it, and it came back to haunt me, I would say sorry for that too. What's hard for me? Okay, go ahead, caller. Hey, just want to make sure first. Can you hear me loud and clear? Oh, I don't like that. No. Is the connection better? No. No, you said you didn't like that. What are you referring to? Is it? Oh no, no. Uh, I just the way you said. Are you loud and clear? Like you're getting ready to say something crazy? Oh no, 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 no. I'm not a prank caller. In fact, just just so you know, I'm legit. I'm actually in your chat room. Um, you can verify it. I'm the guy with the username. Uh, Michael Jordan fans are the worst NBA fans, and that's me right there in the chat room. Uh, put your <laughs> social security number in there. Let me cross check you, please. <laughs> uh, I stopped doing that a long time ago when I started getting Walmart uh, sales calls. People telling me I won a gift card for a hundred bucks every day. Uh, but anyway, uh, by the way, you I, sound smart. You kind of, you kind of sound like Chris Cooper. You sound smart. I mean, I know you're not Chris Cooper, but um, you, you sound smart. I thought I tried to bet. If I want to swear, I got a page myself, but don't worry. I won't do a shameless plug. It's on here. Uh, before I tell you why I called, I first want to tell you Armenian girls are beautiful. I've never met any man that thought otherwise. Whoever is telling you they're not, they're either weirdos or liars or jerks or something. I made that um, up. But anyway. so, I made that up because it's so absurd. And yes, it, if you go to Armenia, you will have your brain exploded. There's, uh, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, Armenian girls, like most girls on this planet, are beautiful. Like, what, True. what country in this world does not have beautiful girls? And I, any guy that tells you, "Oh, these girls are not beautiful," is either lying or they're a jerk or they're dumb or something. You know, I'm All not right. saying it's always like that 100, percent but for the most part. If anyone does, that's one of those things. Not all, not all, but some people. I agree. Um, anyway, all right. Okay, so yeah. So are I you Canadian? Are recently. you Canadian? Uh, I'm from I'm from America. If you want to know my background, my background, I'm actually, I'm from India. I'm Indian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, so uh, when I came to your program here, I didn't know how this worked. I was asking the chat room 
you guys take pretty much all topics? One person wrote to me that it's never really on one topic. So since I'm on, I'll ask you, do you take pretty much all topics or how does it work? Yeah. So basically I'm, I, I was an executive at CrossFit Inc. And now I'm trying to leverage this CrossFit group of people to launch myself out of the CrossFit space. Like I'm asking, I'm asking the community, um, um, I still play with the CrossFitters. I, 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 I nurture the, the community, the athletes, the affiliates, the, um, everyday Joe Schmoes who are, um, take personal responsibility and personal accountability. But really what I'd like to do, or no, really what I'm doing is I'm just using that, that and my blue check mark to, um, uh, to get out of the space. I'd be surprised if we stay on top one topic for more than 30 seconds, James Hobart, the second. Okay, so I'm I'm taking from all that that you're pretty much open all the time. Yes. Okay, great. I got two. To- I got actually I got four topics for you. If you don't like any of them, no hard feelings. Is circumcision one of them? Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, if you want to know, uh, I'm, I'm not into that at all. Okay. So, you're not. You're uh, not. Cir- you're topics. not circumcised. Is what you're saying? I don't know why you'd want to know that. Uh, oh, I thought you said. No, I thought you offered that up. I thought you offered that up. I thought you said I'm not circumcised. No. No. no oh. Okay. Are you are you are you into the Armenian girls or Armenian guys? Just to make sure. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm, into, I'm, into, I'm into whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, I got four topics for you. If you don't like any of them, no hard feelings. Um, but I'm gonna throw out four topics. Tell me if you like any of them. The first one is kind of a light one. I don't think you'll pick it, um, but I'll just put it out there just to start things off. Uh, Michael Jordan fans are the worst NBA fans. Then topic okay. number two. Uh, as an independent, I've never voted for any political party. I've never donated to any political party. I don't take sides, none of that. But I've come to the conclusion over time, in general, Republicans are worse than Democrats. Uh, topic number three, um, have you ever considered the details? I'm sure you have a general idea, but have you ever considered the details that when you buy ice cream, cheese, meat, or pretty much anything that comes from an animal, you're literally giving your money to an industry that is torturing and killing animals. And the last and final topic, when a guy turns 18 years old, do you know any religion or anywhere in science that basically explains that once a guy turns 18, now he has to stop being attracted to girls under 18 then? Those are my topics. Oh man, that last one really is the is the last one I want to touch. I that's one of my favorites as well. Uh, no, no, I said I don't want to touch. Oh, don't want to touch. Well, that's one of my favorites as well. Oh darn it! No, but I don't think you can say as well. I think you can say that's one. I say that I don't want to touch that topic, and you go, that's one of my favorites, not as well. Hey, no, I no, no, you know, well. trying to make a funny joke, but, but oh. you know, if you don't want to touch it, it's your show. I respect that, but I just want to point out there's nothing wrong with that topic. Um, I, I want to talk about why I want to talk about the Republicans, Democrat one. So you are, um, it, how do you, how do you make your choices then on who to vote for? Is it morals who will stand up for our Liberty? Who is the, has yeah, the nicest hair? Yeah. What, what, what is your like yeah. defining, um, aspect? You know, obviously you, you, you'd have to go case by case. I, I, I never like to put in labels like, um, like most people, you get a general idea of what the person is about. And then of course, if you're going to vote, which I proudly have never voted and I will never vote, in this stupid uh, electoral college. But if you're going to vote, you go for the person that you think either gives you what you want or is the best of the choices available. Um, but just give you an idea of where I'm coming from, just so, you, so I can show you that I'm very consistent. I have no problem with Bernie Sanders. I have no problem with Dr. Ron Paul. I'm, I'm trying to be open about things. I believe people should be consistent. 
So whoever you like, be consistent. And that's one of the reasons why I've concluded Republicans in general are worse than Democrats because they're not as consistent. I um here here's the part that I'm tripping on. You ready? You're yeah. saying the part that I get stuck on, not tripping on. You say that people should vote for whatever they want. So let me give you an example of, of my concern. So uh, when I listen to all of the responses that uh, Joe Rogan – people are giving to Joe Rogan, they are all extremely shallow to me. I just listened to Jocko Willicks. I'm, I'm, it's not a dig at him at all. It's just an extremely shallow. It's, mm-hmm. it's so it's – so, um, we're just dealing with dogs. There's no one. There's no one doing introspection. There's no one like um, processing bigger picture implications, precedents, things like that. I, I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. So, I I am I am 100. Um, I I, th- I think I, I suspect I'm 100 percent against abortion. That is what I want. I want an abortion free world. I don't. Okay, want, so you're, but, but, you're 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 pro you're pro life. 100 percent not. Okay. That's the problem. Do you see? I'm a hundred percent not pro-life. That is, because I because I am not a dog. I'm a man of great depth who think who can think. I'm sure there's some sarcasm here, but I just I can't figure out where is seriousness, where is sarcasm. No sarcasm. Right now. I appreciate it. My I can't um, either, and neither can my. Um, I love it. Uh, Dick Butter called you a dipshit. Some guy named Dick Butter called you a dipshit. That's amazing. You mean the chat room is against the caller? No way. So. So, so here's the thing you cannot, you just because I don't want abortions, I can't make abortions illegal because when I do that, I make a law over women's bodies. And what does that do in the bigger picture? That sets a precedence that we cannot have in this country. We cannot have on this planet, but you can only see that if you're not a dog and you go inside, you must do what George Carlin calls, which is the, the, the definition. It's the spark of intelligence. You must have introspection. You must see how the brain works. You must recognize that we're all computers and robots with a standard thinking process. Wow. This is from Beverly Hills. This call, um, uh, you ha- you have to be able to see what the implications are of what you want, right? So let's say you're a dog and you're a chicken and you're stuck on a planet together, just the two of you. A dog eats the fucking chicken. I love chicken. the references for animals, by the way. A, thank you. A, a dog fucking eats so. the chicken because to stay alive. Right. Sevon makes love to the chicken and, and care, caresses the chicken and, and nurtures it so it can give eggs and they can live happily ever after for another hundred years. We right, which can, is you cannot so you do you cannot vote for who you want you cannot vote to get what you want it, it it's a um it, you're not a three-year-old my friend you're a brilliant you indian do, man you, from a lineage of fucking the deepest thinkers on the planet oh yes but what you can do yes, if you can't me. get what you want or vote for who you want all right you could at least at the very least be consistent at least when you're consistent then you did the best you can okay i agree Thank you for the call. You're you're but, very very but, very but, interesting, dude. I ho- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say. But, but by the you way, crossed um, the but, ten minute I, mark. That would require nudity. Oh okay okay no I was gonna I was just about to ask you if you think I'm smart and interesting why hang up on me but now I got your answer the ten minute mark okay yeah yeah but we have, thing, we have uh, I have uh, rules uh, I consistency remember consistency what you were saying consistency but your bigger consistency should be what's good for your program and obviously not to, I'm not trying to sound arrogant but I'm not a boring caller and the uh, the chat room is riled up because they're idiots. So I would think keeping me on is good for your program. Um, so just one thing before I go, since you're going to hang up on me, just one quick thing. Um, if you're if you're saying that you're you're for someone, from what you've explained, you're going by logic, facts, reason, and all that stuff. 
don't you see the hypocrisy when you won't touch the topic of age consent law? Oh, uh, it's not the uh, yeah, 100% I see the hypocrisy. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't use the word hypocrisy, but it is a contradiction. Uh, yeah, no, 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 because it, I, I could, I could couch it. Oh, you want to lure me into that conversation? I can couch it. I can, I can couch it for you. Um, I can couch it for you. So no, it's consistent. I, I'm not trying to. Lure, no, just real quick, I'm not trying to lure you in. And I, I did use the wrong word. It's not hypocrisy. The right word would have been contradiction. But I'm not trying to lure you in. It's your show. Right. If you don't want to touch that, I respect that. I thought I had a legit question. That if you're, if you're logical, factual, reasonable, and all that, why well, it's a contradiction that you don't take that topic. Well, I, I, there were four to choose from, and you gave me one. But, but I would take that topic. Sure. I would take that topic. But I've chosen one. I hope you will call back. What was your name? Oh, Michael Jordan. Uh, sure. Thank uh, you. Peace yeah. and love. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, he had good questions. He was great, Sevon, a man of patience. Thank you. He was great. <laughs> I, 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 I beg of you guys all to just think deeper. It's hard, especially with these things, the emotional things. I wanted to spout off on the Joe Rogan thing. Uh, Masuza told me to sit the fuck down. Thank God. Um, told me not to talk about it for three months. Let it percolate. I let it sit for three hours. I'm here. I've listened to, I finally listened to the whole thing. I've been listening to people's comments on it. I, I have no, I have no issues with the dude at, at all. I've written some things on the internet where I, really the thing is, is I'm re, part of me is like really bummed that he said, sorry, because I just feel like the woke, crowd and, and, and those of you who don't know what woke is i've defined woke in tons and tons of podcasts tons it's not it's it's um you want me to pull up the video nah no it's okay <laughs> but but if you want to know what woke is or you think that i'm just using it as a slanderous term or just a place to to get on my fucking ladder you're right but i but there's also a definition i work with and you can go to uh, peter bogosian peter bogosian and you can see his definitions of woke and i think they're pretty good um I, uh, I I just when when Rogan apologizes to the woke crowd, it's just hard because they, they, there's no end to it. There's no end to it. it uh, and, and meanwhile, you have this guy, The Rock, and and th this is getting to the this is getting th and these are the kind of responses out there. The Rock really he's black and Samoan, and he released an ice cream, a tequila, and an energy drink during this so-called pandemic. How is that even – how are him and Rogan even in the same ballpark? Like this man is selling to his people, his lineage, what's killing them under the guise of a pandemic. It's, it's, it's remarkable to me. Same with Oprah pushing fucking cookies during the pandemic. I mean it's, it's just ending nonsense in, in the game of relativity. Uh, oh, it, 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 I've talked about this a bunch of times. I um here here here, Michael Jordan, dude. I, you you like the pedophile conversation? Um, it's insane. I, when when there was that coach in Pennsylvania, who was like, he was either molesting people or he didn't. It was the, it was Sandusky. I don't know who it was. It doesn't matter Sandusky. who it was. San, yeah, I say Dusky because I just like the way it sounds. The Sandusky. Um, uh, um, basically, the, one, one, I think the guy didn't report the kids getting molested, and so they took away a bunch of his football wins. Do you guys see that that makes all of us stupid? <laughs> That's like – there's no 
that's like parenting number one. You don't pun the, the punishment has to be or directly related to the behavior. It, it, it just makes us all dumb. You can't take a, it, he still won those games. I, I, I give this one to people and this is how, this is, this is a tough one, man. You ready? You're in the happiest relationship of your life. You love your wife more than fucking life itself. You've been, and then you find out after 15 years that she's been cheating on you once a week for the last 15 years. You divorce that? What do you mean? She cracked the code on what makes you happy. Someone who cheats on you and lies to you. Like, that's what you have to look at. You were happy. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. Come on. Mr. Jordan, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I, there's no pedophile label. You're, you're a man of great, great questions. But, 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 but you, you, I don't know what you were doing. I think, oh, what was he doing? I think somebody what? in the comments called him that. Oh, oh. They're like, is this guy, they, they asked, like, is this guy a pedophile? Because he oh. brought it up. But yeah, it's a tough, that's a tough cough, uh, conversation to have. It's, that's why I don't want to, that's why I don't want to talk about it. Not because, um, there's, there's no win, there's no win there for me. And I'm okay with, it's like the same thing with my iPhone. That's what makes me so, I was going to say cool, but um, we all know our iPhones are made with slave labor from little kids in China, keeping people fucking netted in. So they don't, when they jump out, they can, they don't die and they can go back to work the next day. <laughs> they put nets under the fucking windows. Did you hear about that, Caleb? Which part? Say it again. Just in China at the fucking iPhone factory, they fucking put nets all around it. So because people were jumping out the windows anyway, oh, but we all right. use iPhones. Yeah. And, and so, like, I'm okay with the fact that it, it, maybe, maybe, maybe five out of ten times, it's okay for 19 year old men to um, be with 16 year old women, or 16 year old men to be with 19 year old women. I'm okay with that, and if I, but it still doesn't matter. I still want the law. I don't care. I'm about protecting kids, even if it makes it a few years where you can't fuck someone. Fine. We we all deal with that. I I we have to protect kids at all costs. And by the way, that's my thing with Rogan too. What's my alternative? People who want to – I mean there's kids who've been in school, kindergarten, first, and second grade all with a mask on. You think that's – okay? like where do you put that on the spectrum of what Rogan's done versus what um, our, uh, Gavin Newsom's done? I mean how, how – they're not even – I don't even want to talk about the Rogan thing when that thing's here, when you, when you have masks on a kid. And he was standing up for the good fight. It's it's also interesting. Um, I w- I will I will go after. I will make it if Spotify kicks them off. I don't know, but but I, I would love to make it a lifetime war against them, just like for fun, just like I, I hope they just fucking tank. I mean, that was the reason he went to Spotify too to begin with, was because they weren't going to do anything about what, like any about any of his stuff, because they were trying to get people to like get him kicked off of YouTube or whatever, and like Spotify was like, yeah, cool, throw your podcast on here, we'll pay you. Shitloads of money. I, uh, Michael Jordan, I'm glad you called. I, I apologize if, if you felt in any way that I was rude to you. But you came to my house and you started acting like you were wanting to spend the night. And uh, you were only invited <laughs> over for dinner. So I had to throw you out on your ass. Uh, okay. Oh, I never sent you. Oh, tomorrow we have Jedediah Snelson on. Je- I, never, I didn't send you the notes, did I, Caleb? Again, no, I don't think so. That's two in a row. The notes are a mess. A mess. This um. Matt, tell you to come on. 
No, I just saw that it was on. I, I, I heard us talking about it earlier, and then or I saw it in the text, and I was like, all right, well, might as well. Did I send you the right one? I got a, I got a I got a link of this guy Jedediah. Is that my pronouncing is right? He's he's on tomorrow. Jedediah Snelson. I was supposed to have him on as a guest at Wadapalooza. Um, I basically what I was doing, and I'm guilty of doing this, is I was trying to line up so many people for that live feed that I would always have someone cool on, and he was one of those people that I just had like triple booked. Ugh. And he only had like three thousand followers, so he got kicked to the curb. <laughs> Sorry, Jedediah. But uh, yes, I apologize. But but I'm excited to have him on tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm very excited to uh, hear his story. You want that post up? You want to talk oh, about sure, that? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just to get, give him a peek, everyone a peek for tomorrow. Um, but I am glad, Michael Jordan, you called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was cool. So I was dig- I'm digging through his Instagram today. This is one of those things. What are these things called? A Jorvac? A Scorvac? What are these things when you look at a picture and it um, – Well, you mean like a Rorschach? Rorschach. Is that a Rorschach? I don't think it's a Rorschach. It's just like imagery within imagery. There's got to be a word for that. Let me I'll look it up. But a Rorschach, a Rorschach is Rorschach like is when you see like two things. Like you see the old man and then you see the woman with the hat. No, Rorschach is like ink blots. So like you just have like oh. ink on a page and you say, okay, well, it looks like somebody's murdering somebody or it looks like a butterfly or whatever. Right. But that is not a Rorschach. Okay. Well, if you look at this, can you scroll up a little bit? If you look at this one, you can see uh, 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 like a guy with a, like a sombrero talking to um, a lady holding a baby. Or you can pull back and you can see a man with a hand on his chest. Come on, Sevon. Come on, Sevon. Let's come on, Sevon. I do know I, – I, I know – I don't – I've never met Mark Twight, but I've heard lots of stories about him from Greg and Dave, lots of stories. I reached out to him I think to get him on the podcast. He – him I, – I didn't look into it much, but I think I was on his website and one of his friend's websites recently, and they wrote some of the stupidest shit I've ever seen written about Greg. And you guys have to know – that when people say dumb shit about Greg, it's 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 a little hard for me to process because he's done one, he's done so much for me. But I was with him like almost every day for ten or fifteen years. I lived with him for two or three years. My wife and I, my wife gave birth, and we lived we lived in a house with him with my baby, raising Avi there for a year. Like there was like so so if anyone like when people start saying really dumb crazy shit about him, it's like dude. And, and and now I don't even know if I want him on anymore. I don't like, I'd have to go back. And as soon as I saw it, I just kind of like was just wanted to turn away. Cause I didn't want it to do, fall down a rabbit hole of just hating people. My notes are kind of old. Oh, this is what I was going to show you guys. Yeah, yeah. Can you put that back up there? So I wanted to show you this and give you an example of this in real life. So what you so what you see here is you see two images. You see an old man, a bust of an old man with his hand on his chest. Or when you pull back – or no, no. That, you'd have to make it small to see that. But close up the way Caleb – yeah, yeah. See? Okay. So that – nice, Caleb. So that's an old man with his hand on his chest, right? Or a tie or something. And then when you zoom in, you see a dog sleeping in the street and a man and a woman talking to a man with a sombrero. Okay. Can you click on the link below that? And it shows it's it's the um it's the it says homeless man actually drug addict. So here here it is in real life. And we, we talked about this before. 
but I just happened to think of this today, so I wanted to share it with you. This is a guy, this is, we call this a homeless man, but it's not a homeless man, it's a drug addict. And so this man missaw the picture. See, he's he's taking his j- a jacket and he's going to go put it on this man who's sleeping here because he thinks it's a homeless man. And then the guy jumps up and beats him and takes his wallet. The thing is, is that we're just lied to. So often we don't use our own judgment. We don't think for ourselves. The vast, vast majority of people who are homeless are drug addicts. The reason why they're drug addicts is they got caught somewhere in their loop, the hierarchy of breathing, eating, shelter, and having sex. Like somewhere they got those things out of whack. They got drugs in there. And, uh, and, and, and so we call them homeless, but it's a misnomer. They're drug addicts. And, and the reason why it's important to label them correctly is how you deal with them. And I'm not, I'm not saying that there's, there's two different ways to deal with someone who's homeless. Like a mom who's working nine to five is homeless and has two kids. You deal with her differently than you deal with a drug addict. So I have a a couple of friends who are uh, firefighters and they'll go on calls and there's like a seven 11 around here that uh, just like crowds with people because the homeless shelter releases them at a certain time um, in the morning or whatever. Well, you pull this down. I can't look at this anymore. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, But so all these homeless people like congregate outside of the seven 11 and uh, they're going to a call at that same 7-Eleven for a homeless guy who probably said he had chest pain, let's say, because that's the quickest way to the ER. Um, and they show up and literally while they're walking through this crowd of like double digit homeless people outside 7-Eleven, people are asking the EMF, like firefighters to, if, for money. <laughs> they're like, hey, you guys got any money? You guys got, it's like, dude, no, there's a, like a supposed emergency here. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's ridiculous. They're just. It's insane to me what these people will do. And then they'll just – they'll call them like every other day. They get the same people all the time. Frequent flyers, frequent flyers. Frequent flyers, exactly. It's crazy to me. WWGA said you carried Greg's luggage. I don't know who WWGA is, but I carried Greg's luggage like many a time. Many, many, many a time. That is correct. Whoever that is knows. Is it, Was that person on the executive team or something? How does that person know? I love it. It's an honor to carry fucking Greg's luggage. Dick Butter at the rate they are laying people off. Me, oh darn it! I missed it. I missed. I missed whatever that was. Right. If the government cared about their people, California wouldn't have the largest homeless, you mean drug addict population. Let's get that right. In the country, highest taxes in the country, yet one mile away from stable center is Skid Row. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, it is something else. Oh, Maquad's great again. That's what WWGA is. Oh, yeah that he that that guy has it right. I carried his luggage. I carried everything. <laughs> I carried all sorts of shit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I hope I, hope how I many, never. How many? How many cameras never, would? How many cameras would you carry around when you're when you would go places? Like I'd always have I'd always have a camera on me. At least one. At least like I always he like I always had the nicest shit, man. I had like the nicest Leicas, Canon, Sony's. I just had every. Um, I always had microphones, wireless. I have like, and I and I would just always be filming and recording and like trying new stuff. And how do you comb through that much that much shit? You really like, don't. You really don't. You I just like remember certain instances. Yeah, I just have a. I was working seven days a week, three hundred sixty-five days a year, fucking non-fucking stop. If I was awake, I was doing something, and I just, uh, I just have it. So, like, I'd say fifty percent of the footage I've never gone through, maybe more, eighty percent. But, but then something would happen, you know, like 
I'd be somewhere and he would say something or give a lecture or something. And then I would break it off and give it to Leaf and he'd publish it like something good, you know, or, yeah. or I would show it to Greg and he would be like, okay, let's do the five that maybe we should do the five buckets. I like, he would hear something he liked and then I would later on show him and he'd be like, yeah. And then he would then blow that up into something bigger, or better. It was just, it was just pouring shit off of him. Do you know what I mean? Like just ideas and thoughts and theories and concepts and, and he knew how to think he wasn't, um, he's the one that always told me like you have to remember about, you have to always be thinking about uh, precedent. You always have to like that would like, you have to be thinking about precedent and like, like, so for instance, another classic thing is, is he taught me the thing and, and, and explained it to me and we looked at it and studied it. That's why the government should never tax like, or you should be very careful. You tax alcohol. Now the government is selling alcohol. Tax is just word trickery. They are now in business. It's the same thing with homeless. It's word trickery. Naming is the origin of all particular things. Until you can embrace that, you can't know what the fuck's going on here. Or you can't even begin to think. It's like living with a human highlight reel. Yes, yes, yes. I just saw a comment in here that's awesome. I don't even know what it's – this is one of my – his balls on your chin. Now, I don't even know – what Trina, why Trina is saying that, but like, uh, it's, it's, it's a good one. That's a good one from the high school days. Cause when someone's balls are on your chin, you know where their cock is. I mean, it's just a great, uh, man. She's come, she's commented some funny shit. He fired some tweets at seven. Caleb should, should pull. No, please don't. I, I don't want to say, I don't even, I don't even tweet her. I don't even tweet her. <laughs> I just if I if I'm ever on Twitter, it's just because I'm just reposting stuff. Like some like I'll see something someone likes and I just repost it. I don't even I don't even know how to use Twitter. When I when when I was running the media department at CrossFit, you know, I don't use Facebook either. I don't know how to use Facebook. I don't know anything about it really, except that when I post stuff on Instagram, it's supposed to go to Facebook. And um people used to say that that, that made me incapable or unqualified to run the media department. I mean, compared to what's going on now, I'm fucking hyper qualified. I was thinking about I was thinking about I wanted to say sorry to Gary Gaines. Do you remember that show I did where I blasted him and Austin Maliolo? Right. But I but I'm not really sorry. You, I mean like you, you did like a brief apology to Austin. Well, that you, Austin I misrepresented. Austin sure, I misrepresented. Sure. Yeah, kind of kind of kind of. Yeah, yeah, I mean I association, guilty by association yes. kind of thing. I mean but. he owned the, he sold the gym. For those of you who don't know, I was ri- I was ripping Maliolo for own for being the North American affiliate representative and then owning a gym that was setting vaccine ma- mandates before they even happened. That's great. But I want to see this. Real. What was Andy Stump's job at CrossFit? Just saw him on Rogan again and he doesn't get mentioned much here. Uh, you, the thing is with Andy is I was, I, I really liked Andy and I was, I, I would say I was good friends with Andy. I would say we had a very special relationship actually. And, um, then when the Greg shit went down, um, Andy used that, took that opportunity, my, my words, not his, to launch into an attack on Greg. And he did some shit that I just didn't think was cool, especially when I was on the ship, right? So he's lobbing grenades at the ship while I'm on it. I didn't like that. So since then, I kind of like, in my head, I have him like in timeout. I mean, he don't give a fuck. He's on Rogan. He's like, good, time me out, bitch. Like, I probably just, like, I got street cred for saying that, and, like, he doesn't give a fuck, so. Um, yeah, I, I want to say sorry to Gary Gaines, but um, I'm not sorry, but, like, 
I need to work through it. I need to work through it. Is he actually going to be the interim CEO? Is that what the bullet said? I've, I, no, I've no, I've no, I've no, I've no evidence of that. None at all. I was just after I went on, like, you know, I, I was spewing venom and I was doing the scorcher thing, and the things that I said I think were uh, true. But um, you know, you you. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a metaphor. I wasn't seeing. <clears throat> I probably. I, I wasn't seeing the big picture. I wasn't seeing the big picture. And um, and so there were things that he was probably doing <clears throat> that I was being criticizing. It's a, It's like the. It's like kind of like the Joe Rogan thing. Like if I just look at that myoptically and I don't look like I'm just like fuck he said bad shit get rid of him but i'm not looking at myself and how it affected me i'm not looking at his broader contribution to society once again i'm not looking at why is it bothering me and um so the, I, I love these guys Wyatt be gay um and, and, and i appreciate you representing the gay people here by the way that's cool and then, and then, and then, and then this you. and then this guy's like sevon answer that <laughs> they really this got their like my this motherfucker's like my handler <laughs> there was one guy a couple episodes ago he probably had, he i think he just copy pasted the comment like 20 times in there and then everybody was just finally like dude get this guy to shut up i just answer the question <laughs> oh yeah that's good it was, it was some it was not really a great question either to be honest um Oh my God, Sevon. Well, I don't, I don't believe in God, but uh, I understand. Um, I do have a question for you. What? Uh, she, this girl has two names: Stephanie, Christina. Did you ever see that movie, um, Christina Barcelona, with Javier Bardem? Uh. Uh-uh. What's it that, about? It, these he basically gets these two girls to like go away on an island with them, and he's gonna bang them. It's um. Vicky Christina Barcelona. Yeah, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Anyway, th- if that movie would have been R-rated, that movie's PG, right? PG thirteen. Yeah, that could have been the greatest movie. That could have been the greatest movie ever if it was R-rated. Oh my God, Sevan, I do have a question for you. What podcast were you referring to that spoke about you for fifteen minutes? I keep trying to find it, but I'm not sure what one. Um, uh, <laughs> I really don't want to. I really, I, I, yeah, I'm just those guys. They're not gonna. They you, know, you won't find their have name. You hit, have you ever hit a dog with a car? No, but I hit a bird the other day. It was kind of. I was like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, it does suck, right? I, I was like eight years old, and I was driving my dad's van cross country. He was sitting next to me taking a nap, big Dodge van, and we had the extended roof on it. And there was a bird flying across. We were like in Kansas, and I floored it as I see the bird going, and I fucking hit it. Yeah. And like my, and I, I swear to God, I, th- I think I felt a little piece of my soul go to hell. Like I was like, okay, you're don't ever do that again. I did not like that. And I, I thought there was no way I would hit it. Yeah. You're just like, oh, they'll get out of the way. It's, they, they know what's right for them. It's, it's like that joke Rogan told the planet of the apes one. It's like, ah, no one will hear that. Oh shit. Oh shit. Everybody heard that. Every, yeah. There's a, the, we were on a trip. Not only so- that, it's just been fermenting for 13 years. Yeah, Just finally somebody jar. decided to go back and listen to all those podcasts he did. And they're like, oh, shit. Smell that. <laughs> that oh, so my funny. God. Um, 
So, uh, but so I feel like I feel like um, I was with a friend one time. We were just stoned out of our mind. I think we were probably twenty three. My friend's so nice. He's the nicest man I know. And we're driving. He's driving his Honda Civic, and we're on a highway doing like fifty miles an hour in the middle of nowhere, Pleasant Hill, California, just on the, in the back backside of Pleasant Hill. And a fucking German Shepherd runs across the street, and I see the headlights, and he fucking I just hear this boom boom. No way. That's a massive dog too. Like that's no shit. Like it, it was a small it, German Shepherd, like a sixty okay. pound one. But still, yeah, like, yeah. That'll fuck up your front end. It was a girl. <laughs> it was a girl. And anyway, oh, no, I, I, he was devastated. I was stoned out of my mind. Like I couldn't tell whether I was gonna laugh or cry. Um, but that's how I feel about the the pot. Like answering your questions, um, Stephanie. Like that was like a dog I hit. And I don't know if I want to go back and look at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just fucking like, just, it just hit it. Like I just hit like, you know, it's the, the, I, I was going to do a podcast on a follow-up on, on basically what's going on with Rosa and, and try, I have a lot of um, information on it and I'm trying to figure out how I can let it out appropriately by appropriately meaning I, I, a, um, accurately and without uh burying anyone without there being collateral damage and and have fun and um and so i was i, was, I had the show laid out and it was going to be chill and everything and then that night someone goes hey did you see what shawnee and tommy did and i was like no and they're like dude they're just going off about you for fucking an hour and it was like oh. nine it was like nine o'clock at night and i and i watched it and i just fucking i was just like i was like a fucking little kid that it, it was better than when my foreskin came back i mean i was just ecstatic i was i was i was like it was like i got electrified like like i just like i just like a toy train set for christmas and i just put it together and i was lifting the lever up for the first time and like i could hear the track crackling it was like that and so then i just in the morning i woke up and i just fucking went nuts and I had fun, and yeah. No, I, it's not that podcast. That's not the one. Uh, no, no. Oh. I mean, if you're looking for the stuff where Andy's speaking of gay dogs, dogs yeah. Great Danes are. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the one, yeah, yeah. Uh, Great Danes are that. That's a gay man's dog, I think. In general, I had, th- I had three. Um. <laughs> Telling. Telling. <laughs> <laughs> I had this friend, had this friend uh, Mark, say to me, "Why do you have a truck with big tires, a massive stereo system, and three huge dogs?" I'm like, <laughs> why? Do, why do you think? <laughs> Compensating. That's everybody in the, everybody in the Midwest or the South. It's just you get jacked up trucks. And I said, "Cause my mom fucking spoils me." What the fuck do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what the what dog would you get? Which truck would you get? And which stereo system would you get if your mom was fucking your mom was hooking it, you up with stuff? It'd be hard not to. Oh. Oh, one of my friends texted me and said the guy who called in earlier is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> he was he was kind of cryptic. Yeah, I could see it. Hey, guess who we have coming on the show? I haven't told you this, Caleb. This just happened minutes before the show. Um hmm. uh Shoot, I can't. I don't want to. Will you look up the Armenian sniper? Armenian sniper. 
Gary Chichichian. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. I want. I'm gonna. He's gonna. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name right. I wonder if Patrick David has had him on his podcast yet. Gary Chivikian. Oh man, my Armenian. No, no, no. That's uh, no. no uh, that way. Oh yeah, yeah. That's him. That's him. That's him. This dude's Armenian and he's hooping in the NBA in the G League. Yeah. Gary Chivikian. Gary Chivikian. Chivikian. I've never seen that Armenian last name. The Bible really is the best book on the planet. If you just spend some time reading it, you'll quickly realize it has all the answers you're looking for. Glory to God and the Son of God who saves us and cleanses us from our sins. Mr. Roberts, how can I help you? Hey, Mr. Savon, how's it going, man? Good. Live from Watsonville, California. No um, shit. Let's get up yeah. here. Well, I would, but I'm sober. Oh, so, me, me too, me too. Uh, yeah, I met you at uh, Elevate Addiction Services when you came up for the uh, video shoot. Wow. Uh, were you a, a, nine... a were you a staff or were you a uh, a, a member? I was staff. Oh, okay. So we shared brief conversation, but you hung out with uh, some of the other coaches that were there, and it was a it was a great time. So I appreciate your involvement in even that space. Yeah, thanks um, for opening up to me. That was a great shoot. It's really a shame that video never got made, but I really um, had fun with you. Angie's the owner, right? Yeah, Angie is. Yeah, the people I met there, those four or five people that I interviewed there will uh, forever, I don't know, forever, but for a long time stay in my brain. Yeah, I live with one of them, Dallas. Uh, dude's a good dude. Um, but yeah, shout out Dallas. Um, sorry, Savon, had to do that. Okay. Um but all we're, six, yeah, we're all both six big listeners fans. heard you. Yeah, 132 actually. I hope. Oh, I bet. I think. They're in the chat room at least. Um, but yeah, big fan of your show. Love your enthusiasm of Pitt's ass and dick talk. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But most most importantly, yes, we uh, like to call it cock am, and balls around here. Show a little class. Cock, cock and balls. And balls. Excuse Thank me. You. Yep. Yeah, with the cock. Cock. The East Coast cock. Cock. All right. Um, so. I'm not vaxxed and I believe in holistic health, uh, as do you. I'm moving to Sac and Roseville area. And I was looking for CrossFit gyms that you recommend. Uh, I honestly don't, I, I don't know. I re I really, really don't know. That is a fucking great question. Maybe, maybe there's a, a Sacramento affiliate listening right now, or someone will drop it in the comments of this video on the YouTube. I don't know. I have to assume there's some. I have to assume there's something. I don't even know. You know what? I think Sacramento is actually one of the cities. The, the irony of it, since it's, it's those of you who don't know, that's our state capital in California. I think they had like the, the loosest restrictions. I think they were the first city or county to drop their mask and all that shit. Uh, yeah. It's crazy here right now. Have you noticed like in the last three months, just in our hood, it's just like tripled, quadrupled down on masks like everywhere I go. Well, not today. Today I went to a store and it was the first time someone else besides me and my family weren't wearing masks, but it's crazy around here. Yeah, every once in a while I pass someone and I always say, hey, nice to see your face. And uh, yeah, it's nuts out here. LA is just as bad. Um, I was down there for the Rams-Diners game. Um, How yeah, was that? You didn't, you didn't, need, to be, you didn't need to be um, uh, vaccinated to get into that? Uh, no, I paid for a test. I oh. was willing to do that when I dropped 1100 bucks. Um, for for the game. Uh, that's so, for two tickets. Fifty bucks, one ticket, dude. Ay 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 ay. I know it. Was, it was a great time. That stadium is amazing. Um, really cool. But I'm glad to be in Northern California, man. 
Yeah. Uh, the Niners lost that. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot so, of really negative stuff to say about the NFL. So I'll just, I'll just leave yeah, it at that. Yeah, I'm, well, not, I'm not going to go any yeah, further than that. But I, I, they're, they're pretty money hungry. They're racist they're scumbags. Racist scumbags. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. So, um, well, you know, if somebody posts, uh, oh, get out of California. True that, Sean. Um, if somebody posts a good uh, CrossFit uh, box and sack, be greatly appreciated. But Savon, have a good night. And, uh, keep keep up the good work. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Say what's up to Angie in Dallas. Thank you. I will do. Thank you. Do you find uh, it interesting when people use like oh, a well. double negative to respond to something? Like, give me an example. Like you just said, I don't disagree. Like, why not? Why, like I've heard that from multiple people. Why don't you think that? Why don't you think they not just say I agree? Ah, I don't know. You think it's just like poetry in motion? I suppose I think. Yeah, I don't know. It would I be. I I need to listen to that more. So I need to when when people are talking like that, watch my brain more and see how my brain processes that too. I do like talk that's like you never know where it's going. Um, that, and that like, is one of the, that's so. why it's so cool talking to Hobart, but Hobart does it with no expression, but I like it even when people are animated and I still don't know. So, you so the classic is, uh, Connor McGregor wins his second belt. He's, he's like this, you probably, you probably can find the clip and he's like, he, I think he had beaten, uh, Eddie, Eddie Alvarez, maybe on a second belt. It'll be a short clip. <laughs> Do you see it? Oh, I think so. Sorry's sorry will be in the title probably, maybe. Uh, I you probably know. shouldn't play it. It'll probably fuck up the whole video. But basically, he's he's up there and he goes, "I was backstage. I'd be just being an asshole, starting fights with everyone. I've been hard to deal with this whole training camp, and I just want to say, I'm sorry to absolutely nobody." <laughs> <laughs> And then fucking loses his shit. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, Bruce, oh, Bruce. Bruce, don't you care about the Benjamins, baby? Oh, you know what? I don't even think this show's monetized. Can, do you know how to do that? I can tell you now. I can go, I can figure it out on YouTube probably. Yeah, go into YouTube and look at the thing. And that way, yeah, I apologize to no one. Apologize. Yeah, so I just... Like, how does he do that, Travis? How does he know... Does he know before the like? Is that all planned, or is that he's just like that's him? I think that's, that's just like him. A, yeah, maybe that's like a bit. I, but I also at the same time, I feel like he's also just so unpredictable. Yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, the person, the double champ, apologizes to no one. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I got a video here. I don't know if we've played it yet. Um, it says Navy Seals and trust. It's it's uh, um these are notes from a while back. Um, I don't even remember what that video is. Do you see that? Yeah, it's yeah. You want me to play it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right, Wyatt. I think he's that savage. I think it's just like just pouring out of him. Let's see. What? What? Why do I like this? Let's see this. How do you pick like the guys that go on SEAL Team Six? Because they're the best of the best, of the best of the best. They drew a graph for me, and on one side they drew they wrote the word performance, and on the other side they were they wrote the word trust. The way they put it is, I may trust you with my life, but do I trust you with my money and my wife? They're SEALs. This is what they told me. Nobody wants this person, the low performer of low trust, of course. Of course, everybody wants this person, the high performer of high trust. What they learned is that this person, the high performer of low trust, 
is a toxic leader and a toxic team member. And they would rather have a medium performer of high trust, sometimes even a low performer of high trust, it's a relative scale, over this person. This is the highest performing organization on the planet, and this person is more important than, than this person. And the problem in business, we have a million and one metrics to measure someone's performance and negligible to no metrics to measure someone's trustworthiness, which is bad for the long game because it eventually destroys the whole organization. I've worked with the Navy ah, and I asked it's them. so good. Uh, trust is a very, very, very deeply misunderstood term, by the way. Trust is tr 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 trust is like in, in – it's unachievable. It's on a, there's no such thing as 100% trustworthy. It's, it's it, it is it, it's this standard that's just like yeah, you can trust these nuts though. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh it's just so you can't okay, trust. Here we go. Firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability or strength of someone or something. Yeah, it's on a scale. It's like um I heard like the 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 credit score scale is like 0 to 850, but no one can ever be 850. There are no 850s. It's just like this it's this mystical thing. There's no one who's 100% trustworthy. But but in trust so as you start learning more and more about trust and you get deeper and deeper into understanding what makes a great relationship what you really want is someone who's just honest and when you you don't want to trust them you want to trust that they are honest the uh it's because because it's too much pressure to make someone trustworthy go ahead go ahead um you like you was saying it's like it's there's a million and one metrics to measure somebody's performance um like you Anywhere, any, I, mean, I don't want to say anywhere, but m most most of the jobs that people get, whether I mean, you're in the military or whether you're in like just corporate America, you, you're you're measured by a resume. It's like you have a resume and it says like, okay, I've achieved this amount of things in the past 365 days, and that's a metric that is used for people to like rise to the top. So you have, but the the problem is you have people who have not achieved very much on paper but yet everybody around them would do anything for that person and they're not the ones getting to the top well th that sounds like a good leader right somebody yes all of the anybody that i've worked with it so far not very long but anybody that i've worked with who has who i've been able to trust i mean obviously not 100 percent, but i could trust them to do the right thing or have some sort of moral obligation to do the right thing. I felt more compelled to follow them than I ever did. Somebody who was just chasing, uh, uh chasing bullets, chasing, yes, uh, yes, like yes. A resume builder, yes, you know, yes, like, yes, because as soon as you figure out like, Oh, this person is doing that strictly so that they can get another line on their, on their resume. Then yes. I, you can't work with them anymore because you know that everything about them is now selfish. And I think that's that it's starting to become a growing problem, I think, just everywhere. And I think uh, like Will and I had a conversation about it. Um, Will Brandstetter? Yeah, okay. Will Brandstetter. Yeah, we had a conversation about it the other day, uh, like about how people just do stuff for themselves now instead of it being like since he I mean, the reason I asked because he's a he's a religious guy and I asked him, like, OK, so why do you follow the Why do you follow the religion that you do and why do you feel so compelled to do so? Uh, and his reasoning was because, and I'm paraphrasing, not really, not trying to speak on his behalf, but this is what I got from it, was that he he did it out of gratification of helping others more than he got it the gratification of how he felt 
like when his about him doing the doing the task basically yeah Is that, yeah so yeah like but you have people nowadays like if you look at i mean even alcoholics have the same problem you know like they're they're chasing something for themselves so that they can have some sort of dopamine hit or have some sort of feeling or feeling some sort of accomplishment or whatever it is chemically that makes them chase the thing. Like, I mean, you look at the homeless guy, the drug addict, he's doing that so that he can go buy some more drugs or do whatever he wants to please himself rather than like, Hey, I'm going to go try to use that money to invest or try to get a job or build a resume or whatever it is. But Um, yeah, the, 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 yeah. I, th- I think trust and honesty are just so intertwined. I don't think there's when, when someone's honest with you, then you begin to trust them and then you begin to want to be with them more and you begin to want to do their bidding. And um, you're, I, I don't know because, you know, what you said, it's like it's getting worse and worse. I don't know because I've only lived in this time zone. And anytime I, wa- I say something like that, I hear my dad's voice go, no, these problems have always been here. And then you and then you hear someone be like, you think shit's bad now? How would you like to have been alive during World War II? I'd be like, OK, I'll take that. I walked five miles uphill every day to school. Yeah, yeah. How would you like to be a Jew in fucking Warsaw in 1942? Uh, I'll take Santa Cruz, California in 2022 for seven, Chuck. Hello, Miss Roder. Hey, Savon. Mr. Roeder. Yeah. Hi. Hey, so I just wanted to ask about your thoughts on the CrossFit Games and if you ever feel like they'll reach mainstream popularity of some other sports here, especially, like, I remember back when you were doing this, like, the behind the scenes, the games. Um, what was that? I think I saw, like, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, I don't think they made any the last couple of years, but that really was what drew me into CrossFit. And I feel like things like that are great for the sport. I don't think anyone's really doing that much of that anymore, other than maybe like the Buttery Bros are doing a little bit of that. But is there anything that could be done to promote the sport and actually get the the sport of CrossFit, like the game side and the open and the, the uh, invitational? Is there anything that can be done that would actually encourage that growth and really make that a big sport as opposed to, CrossFit only being like the gyms. Mr. Rotor, I'm going to make this up for you. Never before. But it's a kind of a mix of thoughts. But but I'm going to give this to you just fresh off the press. Ready? Right. You're not going to like the answer. Uh, to grow the games is tantamount to getting fake titties, Botox, collagen, butt implants, cut your thigh, extend it, make yourself taller, buy a Lamborghini, um, have your uh, liposuction, uh, all that shit. There, there is my opinion strictly. And I'm, and I'm, this is not something like I'm dead set on. I'm 51, I'm 51.9% sure that what I'm saying is, is accurate. There is no fucking way to grow the games with any authenticity, authenticity, sincerity, or longevity without focusing on the heart, the liver, the organs, what you, what you eat, like, like all the other stuff that you would do to try to make the games bigger is all super superficiality bullshit. It just doesn't gonna, it's not going to work. Like getting breast implants just makes more cock chase you. Like there's an end of the day, if that's what makes you happy, cool. But I, but I really don't think that's anyone's happiness. And like every single person who's gotten implants, that's what they do. And even the cops and the plastic cops, even the docs and the plastic surgeons who 
who put in these, there's a point where the tits are so big that they call them money makers. Like there's like a level of size that size and bigger. They're called money makers. That's the professional term. And so what, what has to happen and this is what has to happen is, do you see the metaphor, the parallel or the simile that I'm trying to draw here? You have to take care of the inside of the body. Like people are putting lotion on and zit medicine and like, and really you have to, you, you have to nurture what's inside the organs, the, the, everything that's inside of you, this outside skin, this fucking hair, this gel I have in it, these fancy glasses, these wristbands, these are the games. And the games will only grow when that thing inside grows more and is taken care of and is healthy. And I, and I really think that's it. And that's the problem because the current regime has, has no, um, they don't. They don't even know that there's a body inside of there. Do you know what I mean? What? Like, like how most yeah, people but... don't even know. Like, like how, like it's crazy, dude. It's nuts that tens of thousands of millions of women cut their fucking chest open and have fucking plastic shoved into them, or whatever the fuck spewed into yeah. them. Only one thing should be spewed into a woman. I, don't get me wrong. I'm. I'm. I think it's fascinating, and I think they're awesome and like good to look at, and blah 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 blah. I'd fucking if I had daughters, I would never fucking want them to have to deal with that shit. There was this fucking chick the other day. I was reading her Instagram. She had her fucking big old D's pulled out, and she's the first time she can breathe in like twelve years. She's like a famous bodybuilder with like eight hundred thousand followers. I'm like, my god, first time you could breathe. Those things were like inhibiting your breathing. So dudes, so dudes like me can be like nice titties. Well, so we can, I, I mean, how are we even tricked? How are, sorry, this I'm, I'm not running out. Sorry, Mr. Roder. Sorry. I'm just, I don't mean to take over. Let's go back to what you're saying. What do you think about that? So I don't think the games can grow until, until the um, community grows and the affiliates are growing. What do you think about that? And there'll never be another behind the scenes, but like me, it, there just can't be behind the scenes. That's a sign that the sport's growing that I'm gone by the way. So if you need a metric well, or proof that it's growing, people like me cannot be around a mainstream sport. I'm 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 too, I'm too honest. Maybe, but you also seem to have a relationship with the athletes too. Like they knew who you were. They seem to be to like you, at least the ones that were on camera did. And so it wasn't like some random person who just was in, trying to interview them. It was like you knew them, they knew you, and you were able to connect to them. Right. I mean, yeah, I did. I liked them. I loved them. I loved them. I loved them. I think they're neat. They're fucking cool. Until I told the story this morning, Rich Froning texts me like once a year. And when he texts me, like I won't open the text message for hours. Like just savoring it. I talked to Angela. I, I talked to Angela DeChico this morning. I was like fucking giddy. I'm a fucking 49 year old man talking to like just the nicest young man I've talked to like in forever. It's so cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I love these guys. I, Talk to those girls, uh, Taylor and, and, and Andrea who are on the team. Awesome. Oh yeah. I love those, these people. But, but what I'm saying is, is you can't have me like, you can't have, they're not going to let some like, uh, like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone will think out of the box and they'll let it happen. I mean, the UFC thinks out of the box. I mean, can you imagine what I could do for the UFC if they would let me do the behind the scenes back there? Holy shit. Yeah. Kind of like the, yeah. The buddy bro- has been looking for a fight. Yeah. All that stuff still is a bit superficial, though, because the thing is, is I cared because I thought CrossFit was mine. I thought I owned it. I walked around like I owned it. Like like that guy, the meme guy said, I carried Greg's bags, man. I own the fucking place. 
fucking got Greg's room key. I got his bags. I walked up to his room, opened the door, put his bag in, made myself a drink, took my shoes off, kicked it on the couch with the boss, top floor of the Trump Soho. Thought about all the questions I would ask. I'd ask anything I want because this company's mine. And and I and I just ran like that. That 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 part of me is kind of coming out again. I'm nurturing it with this podcast. Dude, you better interrupt me or else I'm never gonna answer your question, Mr. Roder. Well, well, what it sounds like is you kind of took ownership of that though, which in my opinion is what's wrong with a lot of companies nowadays, like work with people who they just don't care. They're there for a paycheck. And it's like, hey, it would be great if we all took ownership of this and all like like I want to make the company money. I want to make the company grow. And a lot of people, I guess, don't feel that way because they seem to be there just to put in their time and leave. Well, that what you have now is you just have serial executives coming and going. You have it's it's just uh, um, you can never. It's not their fault either. You can never have. I, I'm going to use Will Brandstetter as the perfect example. This guy who works on this fucking podcast is like the reason this thing is fucking exploding. Like I didn't know Kayla was going to fucking be here today. I didn't know he was going to be here this morning. He sees the calendar. He pops up and he's fucking helping me. This show, the, I see. I thought Sousa would be sitting where he is. And I didn't, and Sousa, no show, didn't text me, which is fine. It's not digging him, I was saying. And Caleb showed up. So when you have people who care and they're taking ownership and like they're like, and, and like someone's building me a website and fucking Will's like taking charge of like telling him what colors to use and someone else is doing like my taxes like are ready to be due and fucking, um, um, Matt Sousa's helping me with that, and Caleb's here every morning with me doing this shit. When even when, like, he's like, "Hey, I can't work on the show for two weeks." And I said, "Okay, cool." And then he's been here every day for two weeks. I go, "What happens?" Like, I got COVID and fuck, I can't go out. And so it's like he's here now. It's just like I don't. There, you can't have that that type of commitment unless everyone has ownership, and you just don't have that at CrossFit. That's not their fault. Just those days are over for the company. And so, how yeah. big? How is a big bag? How is big? Nah, you know what? Greg traveled light, but they were cool bags. And like, if I said, like, he could have like a $2,700 bag and I'd be like, that's a nice bag. He'd be like, get yourself one, kid. You should have seen my bag collection. I mean, I still got a pretty insane bag collection. Like this, like this vest, Filson vest, courtesy of Greg Glassman. These glasses, courtesy of Greg Glassman. I tried to find that shirt you wore earlier today on, on the Filson website. I can't find it anymore. Yeah, it's dope. It's really nice. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I used to never wear that because I was like I didn't I was embarrassed like oh button snaps blah blah and then I'm just old and fuck it is it, now button? Wear, now is it buttons wear, or is it snaps snaps I'll wear one tomorrow I'll wear one tomorrow morning with buttons that's so nice they only made like six hundred of them it's got a tag it's like seven of six hundred it looks like exactly an, like that one but buttons and uh, yes oh, so Mr. Roder I I I think we're a long way off from this thing becoming huge I think people like Tia Matt Fraser Rich Froning really did a lot I think that I mean with with Dave gone you got another fucking huge huge hole that that's a massive step backwards um so what if the biggest player in the game right now helping this fucking thing this is gonna shock some people the buttery bros buttery bros Craig Ritchie um that dude Nate um uh, that meme guy, those are the big fucking players. Those are those fucking people are carrying this fucking thing. I think without them, there's nothing. Yeah. If I we all thank you to those it. guys. Oh, the wiki guy out of South Africa or whatever. Um, Josie. Jo- Josie. I don't know. Does Josie have his own channel? Life of Josie. I don't uh No, he just puts out stuff about other people. Then fuck him. Then fuck him. No, fuck okay. him. No, yeah, no, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah. Not fuck him. He's Armenian. Love that guy. At the top of the heap is Josie. 
but but without them, there's nothing. Like, who would there be without yeah. Craig Ritchie right now? Three hundred and eighty-six thousand four hundred twenty-two subscribers. Who's counting? And uh, and 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 talking league fitness twenty-nine thousand. Who's counting? I mean, fucking Armin left. He was fucking holding down the fort, fucking being the angry Armenian. Now I gotta fucking do it. Yeah, so I don't think this thing. I don't think this thing stands a fucking. They're trying to monetize it before they're they're reaching into the golden goose and pulling out the golden eggs, and and they're gonna damage the uterus and the genitalia of this goose. You have to be patient, and let that and nurture the goose and let the eggs fall out, and and they don't have time for that. Yeah, well, if they were smart. They'd bring in someone like Broning to be a high level person, maybe have him take Dazel place to at least be a figurehead. And that would at least probably keep CrossFit somewhat relevant with all the old CrossFit people if they were considering leaving. I don't know if that would do it, but 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 but, um, but I ain't hating. I ain't hating. All right, Mr. Roder, thank uh, you. Wow, you crossed over into the eleven minute and forty second mark, but that's because I was talking so much. Peace and love, brother. All right. Okay. Well, I'll get back in the comments and start trolling you again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. When you're desperate for relevance, you'll take. Uh, I think Armin had a kid. Yeah, he did. And then he started his own like father talk podcast, I think. So that I think he's been doing that a lot more than than CrossFit stuff. Uh oh. I'm in trouble. I am in big trouble. I just got a text from one of my friends who has these huge fake tits. I'm afraid to open the the, the text. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, her tit, her tits are great. They're huge and they're they're great looking. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that's not directed at you. I'm scared. I'm I'm not gonna open that till tomorrow. I'm not opening that till tomorrow. <laughs> gonna yell at me? I'm not being yelled at. I'm gonna be yelled at. We're still friends. Your tits are cool. I I I appreciate them. I just think I just I just I'm glad that I just don't have to do that. What's this thing about the? Uh... Ivy League swimmers, the women. I don't know if I. That's so. Like, can we, I? I, I want to stay okay. positive. That's the. That's yeah, the yeah, two yeah. dudes who competed against each other. You know. Gotcha. But I think. But they can we? Um. What about this elite discipline? I think this is kind of motivating. Did, uh, has this show been? Has this show been rather positive, or is this show negative? It's been more positive than normal. Oh, I love you, Caleb. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> No, no, I didn't like that. More positive than normal. <laughs> okay. Okay, this has been fucking negative. Here we go. Single morning before school. Every single morning. I woke up at 4.59. I was at the gym at 5.15. Shot 1,000 shots. If I did not make 850 out of 1,000 three-pointers, I redid that workout at night. Most of you guys couldn't even come close to making 800, 150 out of 1,000. Most of you guys couldn't even shoot 1,000 without your arms cramping up. And I did 850 out of 1,000 every single morning, every single day, game day, non-game day, weekend, non-weekend, winter break still showed up at 5.15 a.m. every single day throughout my high school career. I was not blessed as a tall guy. Me neither. Never made it to six foot. I wasn't blessed as a super athlete, but I worked really hard. I was blessed with elite discipline. And I think the good news is all of us can get to that level of discipline if we want it bad enough. I shout a 
um, what, what's that guy's name? Would you click on that link one more time? Drew Halen, uh, elite discipline. What a cool juxta- juxtaposition yeah. of words, isn't it? Yeah, Dick Butter is a handful. I mean, what do you expect from a guy named Dick Butter? Why is my? Uh, I I will say that sounds eerily similar to what Kobe used to do and Michael Jordan. Oh, like, I mean, I'm not saying somebody else couldn't do it, but it is interesting to have. I don't know who this guy is, but skills coach, keynote speaker, Drew Hanlon. I wonder if we should have him on the show. I like anyone with more than more followers than me. I didn't say that out loud, did I? What is it? What? Nothing. Uh, Drew Hanlon. Yeah. Drew, I'm going to follow him real quick. I wanna, he, he sounds like he'd be cool to have on the show. Oh, no. I, I keep seeing that text message from my friend with the giant tits. I'm just freaking out. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to upset her. Drew Hanlon. She doesn't just have giant tits. She has her whole shit's like, great like she takes great just, personality i don't know, know i mean really her personality i don't know her personality too well i mean she's she's cool i like her the, the little bit i've hung out with her she's cool as shit she's fun she's easy going she's a hard worker it's not like she just got those tits and is relying on them she's a fucking beast of a crossfitter okay enough of that i'm, I'm tripping um um oh drew hanlon is awesome works with a lot of nba players okay maybe he'll work with me so, so elite discipline, you know, what's interesting about that? They say that you need to, that you need to do stuff that you don't like to do or work hard. I have elite discipline, but I find stuff that I like, even if I don't like it. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, I, hmm. like, I, like- I, I, I stay on my, I, I feel like I know when I'm on my path. Like if I went to law school, that wouldn't be my path, and I'd fucking hate it, kicking and screaming. Yes. You would, so you really, it's not that you don't enjoy doing whatever it is is difficult. The only reason you're doing it is because you're enjoying it, and that's why you're pursuing it with such fervor. Yeah, that. Oh, you you need kids. <laughs> I do not need kids. Yes, that you said it. Yes. So so once you find what you enjoy. You could you and if you found something you enjoy and you haven't put elite discipline around it, you're nuts. You're nuts. Even if you don't like it, even if you're kind of good at it. I was talking with my friend Travis Bajan about that this morning. I'm like, dude, you're so good at XYZs. Oh, I know I hate it. I'm like, but dude, cultivate that shit. Cultivate it. And I think that's why some people just don't end up doing like that's why you just have disgruntled people I'm not everywhere, but most places you go like you go to Wait, you say go, that again sorry i was reading comments say that again i'm not reading okay. anymore um it's it's the reason why you see people who are just disgruntled everywhere if you go to like the grocery store or you go to somewhere like a fast food restaurant like those people are just pissed off because they're not they're, they're not doing that because they enjoy it they do it because like they have to or they don't have another option you know but if you like put somebody in a position where they actually enjoy that what they're doing then they'll they'll take more pride in it and they'll they'll actually they'll go the extra mile they'll tell you all of the all the niceties you know you'll get better customer service if you will you know like i used to teach some lessons way back in the day like and the person who owned the like who were the like the manager she loved her job and she like thought it was great and she would go the extra mile she'd help all the customers feel like they were welcome you know all of that stuff but then like you throw me in there and i'm just like a 21 year old 
college student and I'm like, I literally just need this to make money. I don't give two fucks about what happens to it. You know, like <laughs> I'll teach the kids how to swim and I'll say, Hey, your kid did great. And then I'll send them on their way. Cause I did not care. Uh Oh, we see, uh, uh, Oh, Oh, <laughs> are you seeing it? These, are you looking at these texts coming in? Yes. Will, Will, are you going to respond? Is Will listening? Will Brandstetter? Are you going to respond to that? That's fucking hilarious. Go ahead. Will, to, have tell him to come on the podcast if he wants to fucking fight with me. I'll, I'll grab my <laughs> ankles. He can give it to me hard. No lube. I just, just tell him to come on the podcast. Um, uh, it's funny that you use grocery store as an example. I pretty much love everything I do in my life. I've set my life up to like, I love picking up dog poop. I love picking up dog poop. Why? You know, because I get, when I find one, I know that that's one less one in my yard. Sometimes the only time I don't like it is when I can't find one. So let's say I picked up three and like I, I, I and I have four bags. Let's say I go out in my backyard with four bags and I pick up three and now I've done three laps around the yard and I can't find a fourth one. I start to stress a little bit. And the reason why I like it is because that means my kids and everyone can run around barefoot. I'm doing my job. I'm no fucking liver king. I'm not fucking bringing the cow home. But I get amazing enjoyment. When I'm in my backyard and I spot a plant that has a thistle plant growing and I get my shovel and just pop it out, I'm so happy. I love going to the grocery store. I haven't been in since the pandemic started because I fucking don't want to deal with the idiots. But I used to go there at least twice a week with my kids. My wife would be like, man, you're taking all three kids again. I'm like, I would, that's the whole point of going to the store. Hang out in the grocery store with my three kids. I loved it. I love looking at people. Every single fucking person. I love watching my kids look at people kids run up to the guy with one leg hey what happened to you i'm like <clears throat> you know <laughs> just loving that shit so, so there's like a level of catharsis to it like you just get some sort of like satisfaction out of doing those things yeah like i only do what i fucking want like yeah i work hard to keep all the poop out of my yard so no one ha so you never have to wear shoes it's like um i don't enjoy vacuuming i love fucking emptying the vacuum bag the container bring it back click it in it's empty you know what I yeah. mean? It's yeah. like, yeah. Drop the massive Done. like dust bowl into the trash can. Kind of yeah. Thing. My mom's going to, my mom, my wife's going to call bullshit on this, but I also like, like pulling the dry, the, the dryer thing out. Oh, the lint out of the dryer. Swooping all that shit out of yeah. there. That, well, getting, that is it, getting it so the dust doesn't go anywhere. Being gentle yet aggressive enough to get into the deep nooks and crannies and then throw it away. <laughs> have you noticed that in your kids yet? What? Have you noticed, have you noticed them like, they, they have like, like, I don't know, maybe one thing that they're just like, let me do this every time. Like, even if it's something you normally do, if they, if they see you doing it and they like doing it, they'll do it instead. There are things like that. The other day I was in the backyard um, and, or the other day I couldn't find uh, two of my boys and I went in the backyard and they had fucking dug a hole. Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys doing? They're digging a hole. I'm like, what for? They're like, cause I'm like, I, I mean, I enjoy digging holes too, but I usually would stick something and I was like, all right. Um, but, but I know what you mean. That's not a good example. I know what you mean. Like, like this, like, no, the, the, like I really like doing the wash. I like yeah. separating the whites and the colors. I like putting the bleach in. Cause I also, cause my wife hates it and I like hitting the extra rinses. So she yeah. doesn't know that I bleached it and then closing <laughs> the door and starting it. But, but, but they haven't, no, I, I'm sure there's something. Like, uh, like I, you, I always see kids like, or if you ever go to uh, like a, uh, like a store, they usually have like the kids cart 
like a little miniature. Yes, yes, yes. And they had those at Whole Foods and my kids. And I love the attention when I go there with my three kids because I just (laughs) sit back and just watch people be like, oh, my God, those are the (laughs) – and I'm just like, yeah. They're like center stage and like anywhere they go. Yeah. I mean, especially because they're so – like if you saw three kids that didn't get along with each other and they were just shitheads for like the entire hour that you're out, very nobody common. cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. They're like, that's disgusting. Yes. I don't want anything to do with that. I wouldn't take my kids out if they were like that either. I would right. dread it. I would dread yeah. it. If you, but it, yeah, as soon as you see three kids in like symbiosis, like they just want to go out and do things. They want to check the prices on shit. They want to like, Hey, can we get some like they're Then it's like, that's awesome. Like they're helping dad get the groceries. Like, hey, get that roll of salami or whatever, you know. And they'll just run over and be like, "This one, yeah, cool. Throw it in the cart. It's awesome." The the town only has probably thirty thousand people. I live in, I don't know, fifty thousand. It's small. Yeah. And and then we're isolated because we're up over the hill from San Jose, and it's just like a treacherous highway to get where I'm at. And mm. basically, everywhere I go with my kids, like doesn't matter where I go, someone knows them or spots them or will say hi to them or knows them from something like, Oh, we see you at the beach. Oh, we see you at jujitsu. Oh, we see yeah. you at tennis. Oh, we've seen you skate at the skate park. Like someone will always be like, those are those three boys that used to have long hair. And I'm like, yeah, those, that's them. That's awesome. That's how we, we have a, we have a border collie and that's kind of how it is wherever we go places. Like yes. we take her basically everywhere we go. And then they're like, Oh, that's, that's chaos. And then they people just like, know your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we go to Starbucks, we go there for the pup cup so that she can get like the whipped cream thing. And every time we roll up, they're like, Oh, it's chaos. And then, yeah, it's, you need, awesome. did, did I mention you need a kid? <laughs> I did, Yeah, sure. Maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, this guy's saying that where's the wall street. I'm looking right now, chase, uh, chase Brian. Oh, it's interesting. I can't get even the YouTube channel to refresh right now. Um, let's see. It's still Excuse on there. It is okay. Yeah. So it's still on, that, it's still on yeah. there. Maybe maybe hit set reminder. Yeah. Hit the smash button. Subscribe. Subscribe to like and smash and subscribe and like and smash. <laughs> Turn on your um, notifications. It'll show up every time. You're only strong when there's money. Now it's just paper. I'd like to see what you'd get asked fuck for now. You're only strong when there's money now. It's just paper. I'd like to see what you get asked fuck for now. You mean because I said I'd grab my ankles to have that person on the show. I don't get any money from that. That would be a freebie. I'm not even sure what that person's asking, but, um, Oh, oh here we go. No, he's getting, okay. That guy, I don't know what that guy's doing, but he's on some shit now. <laughs> um, Sevon, I got my first order of heart and soil beef organs and lifeblood. Do you really take six each at a time? I usually sleep eight or nine hours. Last three days, barely six hours. Biggest change, less fog. Um, I do. So you know what I do, Ken, too, is I will um, – sometimes I'll even take 12 in a day. But basically, some depending on how I feel, um, if I'm going to drink like a huge pint of water, I'll take three and three and just take all six. Or sometimes I'll just take all six at once. But when you're starting, the first few times I did that, I did not feel good after I took it. Not like for a long time, but like for 10 or 15 minutes, I was like, whoa. Like I was on a boat <laughs> that I didn't want to be on. So uh, pace yourself. Yeah. It's unreal. My clarity is 200% better and lots of energy, but not like you're on caffeine or pre-work or endorphins. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's nuts. I, I don't know what your diet was like before, but my diet was really strict when I started the heart and soil and the ancestral supplements. And like I noticed shit difference within hours. That's what's crazy. Hours. So – it's weird. And, and even when I said that to Paul, I said that to Paul Saladino or to someone. And I, I think they, 
they um, said it made them, or I, or I got the impression it made them uncomfortable when I said that. And, um, but it was the truth. Like, what am I going to do? Like, like it was too much of a compliment. What's that cost for one month? I think a bottle of it's like 50 bucks. The shit ain't cheap. Yeah. 40 to 80 bucks. Yeah. It's not, it's not cheap. Um, they gave me so many bottles uh, this last time. I asked them if I could have bottles to put in the back there. And they gave, and I actually said, hey, you can just send me empty bottles. And they said, no, we'll send you full bottles. So those are those, they sent me two, four, six, eight bottles. So I, I unsubscribed on it on Amazon or I delayed it for like a year. And I put I took all the – so this is how I do it. I took all those pills out and I mixed them into a fucking uh, giant glass jar and shook it up and mixed it around. Are you going to do a contest to see if anybody can guess how many are in the jar? No, but that, do you remember when the dude, I haven't seen that in years. I used to see shit like that all the time. It's it always in a, in a public library. They would always have like marbles or some shit. And then they would just, you like, you could write it in and then you could get like free books for a month or some shit. Yeah. Who Unlimited counts that rentals. shit? Who counts that shit? And how many times do they count it? <laughs> Probably one of the librarians. Um, uh, and, um, yeah. So, so I have liver, Trachea, minerals, tallow, bone marrow, grass-fed organs, and and lung, and I just mix them all together, and who knows what I'm getting. Do you have so. a Do you have a pill pocket or like a pill divider? No. Monday, Sunday no. Saturday. But you know what's funny is my mom has one of those, and I used to make fun of for for fun of her for that. And now I'm 49. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I see one in my in my like next 20 years. Sevon, it's not a 60s cocktail party. It is, and I like the use of cock and tail juxtaposed. Oh no, I just saw that text message again from that girl. Let me um uh uh oh yeah 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 good 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 nice job Will Will's Will's handling uh he's like, di- he's he's good man Will's handling our disgruntled someone I, I I it's it's not my place to say but someone texted the real podcast uh Instagram and was basically trying to figure out we said something about this guy this morning and he's trying to figure out where, where the, those stories are coming from. So he's text the real pocket. I, he's not upset. He's not, a, he's not upset. He's not upset. I think he just, he's not upset. the people who listen to the Joe Rogan <laughs> position of expli- expletives uh, are upset. Yeah. He's not upset. What a great, what a good, what a great, uh, I, I, you know what's funny is do you know what he's referencing? Do you know what we're talking about? Oh yeah, you're on the text thread. So yep. basically, this morning when I asked Angela that, I asked him it as a joke. Okay, fuck it. I'll tell you guys. This is silly what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> this morning I asked Angela DeChico four questions that I thought were just completely absurd rumors, and one of them I asked him was, "Is Fikowski coming to Mayhem?" And he said, "Yeah, I've heard something like that too. That's a partial truth." I was like, "Oh shit!" And so. We left it at that. And I I, to, I don't even know if Angelo is joking. I don't know if he's joking. Did you think he was joking? Uh, I don't know. He's very he's very good at being deadpan. I, yeah, I could have believed it one way or the other. It was like Hobart. Are you gay? He's like, mm-hmm. You're like, what'd you say? He's like, mm-mm. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. What? What? And you just you never know. Now you're just like stuck. Afterwards, me and Will and Caleb and Matt Sousa are like, so is he gay or isn't he gay? Well, he said, mm-hmm. I think we it's we we did say something about it previously, and he's and then he made a post about his training, uh, like who coaches him basically, 
and I've never heard of him and I've never seen him post about who his, where his coach is from. And so, I mean, that was like, that was news to me. I mean, he could have been playing training for mayhem for all I know, but I do not train at mayhem, but I have a rich froning doll that I steep in a hot glass of water every morning and then pull it out and drink the froning tea doll tea, the froning tea. Yes. It's a froning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I'm glad you asked why. Uh, how's paper street coffee? It's all I'm drinking these days. I'm a little concerned. Bridges hasn't been so on since you told us about that stuff. Might need to start pimping good dudes again. Um, you know what? Basically. So, uh, we, I had the podcast with him and Matt, um, Matt pulled out, um, for, for no nefarious reasons. No, no, nothing crazy. Like I know people in the comments love saying, of course they pulled out your fucking piece of shit well not i've seen it like three times in the comments we should go over to the youtube comments they're kind of funny but um uh and and then josh and i were going to keep doing the show we didn't do it for like three months because like we, we just couldn't get, get a response from matt and then finally matt's too busy May, and i and i think maybe matt could even come back one day i don't fucking know i don't think matt hates me even maybe though, O'Keefe even though people tell me he does us. um what so maybe O'Keefe will put in a good word for us. Yes. And um, so then so then Josh and I were, were like, okay, let's just fucking do it. And I wanted to have guests and Josh didn't. And I was like, but Josh, we could leverage all those followers and all your popularity to get amazing guests. He's like, okay, we'll occasionally do guests. And thanks for using me. I said, no problem. Everyone should be used. Everyone should want to be used, by the way. If you're not being used, you're fucking dork. Get used. Oh, that's a great shirt. Get used. Anyway, so um, that's kind of like what you were talking about before. There's people who 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 that's what you were talking about before, Caleb. Yeah. About about um, being in the rights, being in something that they enjoy doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You were you were it was it was early on in the conversation. You think being used is a negative connotation. It's a great thing. Oh. But but you were you explained it differently in a more friendly way. What were you saying? It was about. I'll, it'll come back to me. But getting yeah. used is what you all want. You want to get used, nah, not necessarily abused, but you want to be used. You want to find people who can use you. It adds value to your life. It's it's oh, uh, you were talking about someone who does. You were talking about Will. But oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he likes to do stuff for people, not because he necessarily wants to do it, but because he sees it helps them or gives them enjoyment. Yes. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Get used, motherfucker. Get used. I mean, that, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, it's you can really... have boundaries and get used. Go out and like, I don't like I love it when my kid wants to use me to play fucking Frisbee. I love it. Use the shit out of me. It's like I'll throw the Frisbee all day long. Yeah. I love it when my wife likes to use me. Use me. Use me. Um. I don't think – oh, it's we're an hour and 34 in. I'm not going to open this topic, but I was going to talk about um, – I, 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 I was talking about waking people up for sex. Like I think it's perfectly okay to wake someone up for sex, but well, we, I, like your mate should never be like – unless they like have to leave for a flight like at 4 a.m. and you're trying to stick it in them at 2. But like if it's just a regular day and they're asleep at 11 and they're on their stomach, like – then just don't wake up then that bothers you. Like, like you married. So lucky. I have the greatest wife in the world. Um, 
Uh, Black History Month, Family Guy, or I know I whatever we were talking about, I forgot. But let's go to um Family Guy. We'll finish with this. Uh, family, the Family Guy. Um, I should put that in my notes about um people who are too tired to have sex. Like then just then just lay there, be cool. I've I've never before you hit play on this. I've there's tons of times I didn't want to have sex, and not one of them afterwards was like, yeah, that was lame. I was like, oh, I'm glad I did that. Every time. It's like a workout. <laughs> yes, yes. It's exactly like a – it's not like a workout. It's like a workout. I know exactly what you mean. You're never like worked out and be like, that was dumb. God, like, I oh, hate that. Fuck, yeah. I'm glad I did that. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, let's – let's. I, I, I like this. Look, you can go to Oral Roberts. Oh, and there's anal Roberts. Boy, that is a tough, tough place to get into, Lois. That is tough. But once you're in there, you'll be surprised how much you like it. Oh, look, you can go to Aura Roberts. <laughs> oh, and there's Anal Roberts. Boy, that is a tough, tough place to get into, Lois. <laughs> oh, now, my once goodness. Once you're in there, you'll be surprised how much you like it. I'm oh, so, look, you can go to I'm so juvenile. <laughs> Savon, who's the most fake, annoying person in the CrossFit space? I cannot. I shall not. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Appreciate really the. Uh, I mean, you into a rabbit hole. Yeah, I appreciate the alley oop. I I did not want to tell you. Now, by the way, when you read that, no one pops in my head. I'm not like it's Dave Castro. I'm not like like it's not like on the tip of my. It's Caleb Beaver. I'm not like like I'm not like oh I'm so glad you. Had it. I don't even have to like um um. I like like uh, um, Andy Stumpf. Like whatever beef I have with him, there's I cannot say anything that there's anything fake about the guy. So there's that. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I no one pops in my in my head. Like like even if I wanted to, like there's people I like can't stand, and I can't. They don't pop up in my. Not that I can't stand Andy, but I just use him as this example because we were talking about before. But like I would never say he's fake. I mean, would you consider that like? Because I don't like someone doesn't make them fake. What say that again? Would you think that most people have to put on some sort of facade? And and here's another thing: I like Andy. I just don't like him. That's another thing. Like like I like if like like if he wasn't on the I'm on the Raiders. He's on the 49ers. If he's on the Raiders, I'd like him. Like I like him. I just don't like him. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, say that again, Caleb. Uh, would you just would you consider that most people have to put up a facade anyway in daily life? Or just like all like at work or around people or or do you think that most people are pretty honest about who they are and how they and more more in the how they express themselves instead of like here's the thing that I trip on every time that I'm fake I don't know I'm being fake until later I'm realized oh that was fake I'm not like fake in the moment there's just as I get older layers of me f- fall off. Like, like I know that being offended, anytime anyone's offended, it's fake. It's so fucking fake. That is not what you are. That's you. You're holding on to this piece of fakeness that you're not willing to let go of. And so you're letting the big nose comment come in, hit that fakeness of your identity that you've created. That's what I think of as fake. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And then, yeah. and then, and then, and then, so like when I, I don't want to be offended by someone saying I have a big nose. I just think that that's I'm fake and that's who I think I am. 
And then finally, it's, one day I let that thing, I think it was like a pinball machine and the ball, the, the, you have a big nose comes in, it hits this wooden dowel in my head. And then one day I realized I don't have to have that wooden dowel in there and I take it and I throw it away. I don't, I don't have to like, and it can go, it, that was fake. I'll build my own anything. It, it could be something you're confident about. It could be something you're insecure about. It, they're all, they're all equivalent to each other. Anything that you have in there that you believe and you identify with is a pot is fake. That's why like the gender thing makes no sense to me. It's so sad to me when people use that word wrong too. I, how, how would I know what gender I am? I could, I would never spend the time to build a gender in there. I know I'm a man because I have a cock. A cock. Do you think it's because they just have too much time on their hands then? I was showering today. Uh, or, or or they just don't realize it's fake that it's not necessary. Uh, this is more important, kid. I was showering today, and my son's taking a shit in the toilet, and I don't have a shower door or uh, uh was for the show a shower door and a um or or like a curtain or anything, and I'm showering and he's watching me and I'm soaping up my cock and balls, and he goes, "Your balls are bigger than your cock." I was like, the fuck? I just looked at him. I go, the fuck? The, the fuck? The, and I was just thinking of all the jokes of like guys in college who are like, I'm more potatoes than I am meat. And I'm like, that's <laughs> like, you don't want a penis. It's like, like, you know what I mean? The balls are here and your penis is like hanging up above them. I'm like, the fuck they are. And I quickly like rinse off all the fucking soap off my cock and balls. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Your, your balls are just wider. I go, yeah. He goes, your penis is a lot longer. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was offended. I was offended. That's fake. I was offended because I think I'm my cock. See, yeah. I was offended. that's a perfect fucking example. That's a good example. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that is the best thing about being getting older. The cock starts getting like heavy and really dangling. Like there's no way the balls will ever go. I mean, just, maybe the balls just sit on it occasionally. I, I haven't sat on my penis. That were my balls. That would suck. But I've had the, the cock touch the top of the water bowl a few times. That's <laughs> fucking horrible. That's a horrible... <laughs> as an occasional oh, occurrence i don't yeah okay now we're getting to desperation ter territory hour and 40 minutes okay i'm gonna finish with i'm gonna finish with the story that i should have started with i'm gonna tell you a story and then and then we're done i'm gonna tell you a story about my kids we started with about racism we'll end with racism or just I, we didn't even we, we transcended racism we talked about something deeper than it um but here it is I'm in my car the other day and my two boys are in the backpack. I'm driving my minivan, my Sienna. And I hear one of my boys say, Ari say, no, I hear Joseph say to Ari, I'm pretty. And Ari says, I'm handsome. And Joseph says, I'm going to get married. And Ari goes, I'm going to get married too, not to a white girl. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this should be fun. I can't wait to hear this. And I look in the rearview mirror. He goes, they're too hard to draw. And Joseph goes, yeah, I hate the white crayon. And I'm thinking to myself, I fucking hate the white crayon too. Cause there's not like, if you don't have colored paper, you can't use it worth a shit. And I'm like, so this motherfucker is going to choose his chick. They're going to choose their chick on who's the easiest to draw. And you, and then I'm thinking, and you want me to talk to them about BLM and race. If these motherfuckers are going to pick their chick on who's easiest to draw with the crayon, I'm, I'm game. That's, that's good. That's five years old people. <laughs> Tell me, tell my kids to tell my kids. I haven't been talking to my kids about skin color. They already figured that shit out. Bang bitches that are easier to draw. Cobra Rhodes. Thank you, baby. Cobra, I should have you on the show. It would be wild. I'm kind of scared. That? 
I'm kind of scared. He's a professional arm wrestler, actor. He's a renaissance man. He's an old friend. Nice. He's more than an arm wrestler. He's a legend. Maybe, maybe you, could, you could Google his name. You'll see some crazy pictures. He's He is a funky, funky, uh, brilliant. Uh, he, he, we're like brothers from another mother. He is so okay. he, yeah. I'm so attracted to him too. Like whenever I see him, like I just want to hang out to him. I gravitate towards him. Yeah, he's cool. Oh yeah, look there he is with some UFC fighters. Look, oh, look at him with uh, look at him with that dude. That's the dude. That's Cobra and uh, what's that guy's name? Gilashvili. Oh yeah, yeah, Levon. Yeah, go back to that picture though. I want to compare fucking. So, so Cobra is Cobra is a thin man. He's a rip shredded man. Though he's like those giant arms on Cobra are um. Those his body is. Those are giant arms for his body. He's a lean, mean machine. That guy right there is huge. He's a tank. Yeah, that is nuts. Oh Cobra, did God. you did you pull him, Cobra? Man. Dude, that's great. How is he not like a weightlifter or something? He's he's I I I should be careful saying this because I don't really know him, but I've hear people, I guess I want to say affectionately call him a, the experiment. <laughs> oh you've trained him shit that makes sense so that is something cobra is notorious for uh he is a a a sought after uh instructor for arm wrestling teams all around the world and this this and there's nothing greater no no greater compliment um as an arm wrestler than to be invited to the uh, european block to train their guys because those dudes are strong as shit uh you should try to get brian johnson uh, I, I, I am, I don't think he's done a lot of, I don't think he's done any podcast. I, I am friends with Brian and, um, I've asked him to be on the podcast. I've also said to him that, uh, if he doesn't come on the podcast and he does someone else first, no hard feelings. Like, man, like if he can go on Rogan, go on Rogan, don't fuck around with me. All right, guys. I love you to death. Cobra. Thanks for um, jumping in. You demand. Um, we will see you guys tomorrow morning with Jedediah Snelson. I'm really happy with this show. My intention was to stay calm, mellow, peace, love, and uh, happiness. Caleb, 